the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and AJ Apple. Touchdown! Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me back in action, Mr. AJ Applegarth. What's going on, man? A lot. It's been a it's been a long week already, and uh, <laughs> it just continues to get longer with all of the random sporting events going on tonight. So, yes. By the way, like speaking of random sporting events, go Hokies! They are. Sp- Mashing Syracuse right now, so sorry, Syracuse fans. Indeed. I'm not sad. Um, I am, I'm not apologizing for that one. Nope, absolutely not. So go, also good to go, go there. Um, oh, go what? Diamondbacks. <laughs> I knew, I knew AJ would like. If that I one. had a can of silly string, I would spray it through my camera, and you I would have trying to new be hair nice. yet again. Or maybe I was just trying snakes to save a, that for later when you pissed a, me off. Snakes alive with a silly string. Yeah, I might have been trying to save that little dig for later when AJ pisses me off because eventually he does every single show. But we digress. Thank, thank you for everybody that one, Mike. But That's all right, cool. before we jump in here, baseball, um, Susan. it's baseball. Before we jump into everything that we got going on this week for week eight of the fantasy football season, um, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, uh, leave us a, leave us those reviews comment on the show we appreciate it uh we'll, we'll respond back as best we can and um of course jump over to fantasy6pack.net and become an all-access member you're going to get access to our award-winning rankings i'm number three right now on fantasy pros accuracy contest uh jumped back up uh from number five last week and then um we've got our DFS projections, you know, which are good for season long too. Uh, but you know, FanDuel and DK projections of half and full PPR projections there. We've got, and of course, you know, the, the biggest thing here is that you can get access directly to all of us on our Discord, where you can ask all of your league uh, specific questions. You know, you, you know, we try to cater as much of the content, like I said last week, to everybody out there but it's hard you know you're gonna have very specific questions so that's where you can get the you know the very detailed questions about your waivers your trades your start sit questions come at us there so that's that's where all the value goes so let's jump right into things here and bring on our guest of the week we're bringing on mr dan johnson uh our Content manager for fantasy football over here at Fantasy Six Pack, uh, man behind the scenes for the most part. He does a couple of articles as well. Um, so, how's it going tonight, man? Happy to be here, guys. Uh, happy to be here to grease the goose of uh, you know this uh, Thursday night podcast. Um, uh, you know, I would say that I'm like a longtime watcher or listener or even downloader, but that's, that's a lie. I, I really do work behind the scenes and I, I gotta say, I love the eight bit intro to the podcast. <laughs> really, is, uh, really vibe with paying, our free... baby. He is awesome. Yeah, he, is. uh, he made that whole thing. I know he had a little help on the side, but he made that happen. That was, uh, 
he like approached us with the idea and i was like this is kind of what i want if you're going to make a video this is what we want and we have a baseball one too it's phenomenal uh yeah so, that's fantastic so good great thanks for having me guys happy to be you got, here you guys you got fans man i love it you're bringing the viewers <laughs> Yeah, uh, shout out to the League of Ordinary Dirtbags, thir year, 13 years going strong. I'm the commissioner of it, uh, 02038, uh, Franklin, Massachusetts. We got uh, we got uh, plenty, of, plenty of people here who are looking for me to drop select phrases throughout this podcast. So let's see if you two <laughs> can figure out which phrases I'm dropping that I've been dared to drop throughout oh, no. this hour. Oh, no. There's all right. All right. All right. Okay. Let's jump into things here. So we're going to start off with some news. And of course, you know, we're, we're going to start off here with Tennessee. And like Ryan Tannehill is out. Malik Willis was already not the guy. <laughs> we knew that, right? They drafted Will Levis. And he's now going to be the starting quarterback this week. Um, Dan, what's your thoughts on Levis? And then, you know, the impact on I, I think the only people anybody really cares about in this offense are Henry and Diop. So what's what's your uh, take there on all of this? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I have a strong one, Joe AJ. Uh, you, you guys, let me know if you have a stronger one. You know, I, I I've been I I was reading uh, a bunch of articles today actually on the intangibles about Will Levis. Did you guys read all this stuff about how teams were concerned about his personality, which, I mean, this really brings out like the celeb gossip uh, follower <laughs> in me, but um, I, definitely I did not, did read. but uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of the teams that passed on Will Levis were uh, concerned about his personality, which obviously isn't going to, um, you'd think shouldn't matter come Sunday if he, if he's starting. Uh, I don't, I don't, it doesn't do much for me in terms of Deandre Hopkins and Derrick Henry, you know, there uh, Hopkins wasn't it, it. Am I correct that Hopkins did not practice today or did he practice in a limited fashion? Uh, and I, I know he's getting better in rest see, days, actually. but uh, I'm pretty sure he, he either uh, was not spotted at all, or he was spotted in a limited fashion. And, you know, um, I think I don't obviously see it, him on the injury report. I'm looking at now. Granted, I use uh, for transparency here. I use the CBS Sports NFL injuries, um, and at, you know they're usually up to date. I know sometimes they, you know, depending on what source they have, sometimes they can be behind. But I'm looking at Tennessee right now, and um, I do not see D Hop on there at all. So okay, I did. Right. That could be that could be that could be a beat reporter just you know tweeting a little bit too early. Yeah, I, I did that. see. I, have... Go ahead. I did see though that he did cancel a signing, like an autograph signing, like his mm -hmm. most recent one because of the team like selling. See so... now, if Taylor Swift did that, guys, how would we <laughs> feel about her fantasy prospects going into the weekend? Is all I'm saying. <laughs> it would be a wild oh goose chase. You know what now saying? we're winning the yeah. SEO war. We have a Taylor Swift dropped. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, if, if Will that's Levis one, starts, right? That, if, that's if, one if, that you if, had to drop. No, Taylor Swift wasn't wild goose chase. Oh, there's man. lots of, there's lots of goose <laughs> stuff that's going on here uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, to, uh, to your I'll point about you. Will Levis, I just, I, I just, I don't think 
it matter if I'm starting D Hop, it's because I have if there are no teams on by, I probably am not starting D Hop. I'm always gonna start Derrick Henry though. Let me roll yeah, out there. I think you gotta week start Henry. Week. Levis doesn't move the needle for me at all as far as this this, this passing attack. I've had to, I think it moves it the other way, which is sad because Tannehill was awful as well. Um Mike, shut up. I know you're gonna chime in here and try to rub it in my face. Um anyway. It's I'm funny you mentioned the fact that like Will Levis is you know dropped because you know his like celebrity status or whatever like you know he he wanted to be too much like like that. I'm looking at player profiler right now. Best comparable player, Jay Cutler. How hilarious! <laughs> Speaking of personality, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Jay that's Cutler, so I perfect. Uh, I wonder if that was hilarious. on purpose. <laughs> Again, but I mean, like, look, we pod, we know the dude possible. has an arm. Like that's the thing. Like you know, he's got an arm. He's an athletic guy. Um, it's just a matter of pulling it all together. And look, I mean, we've been surprised before. I mean, like, maybe it works. I just, it, it's hard to, really hard to see it happening with this team. It's just been in shambles, like, on offense all year. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I just, I'm not putting a lot of stock into it, but, uh, what do you guys, move over uh, here. I mean, uh, okay. Yeah. Keep, keep, no, no, I was no, going to no. ask you what you, what you thought about Chigo Conquo. Uh, as as a tight end going for it, I mean he's he's like, really I mean, just I, made I, no I, waves, right? Yeah, and yeah, I'm not. He hasn't I'm made not, any waves at all this year, as it is. He I had mean, like he, one half decent game. He's um, like, but my no, he's bust candidate he's not, <laughs> for early season. He's not returns. startable, not even close. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I've got him down at tight end twenty five. So he's he's absolutely no, going to drop twenty eight with Levis as the starter this weekend. You know, oh, naturally. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what tight ends do, right? Yeah. I mean, like, they just decide to, you know, score 30 points when you have no shares of them. Um, next up here, man, I, I, you know, this is a team that just the injuries keep coming, right? And so the Cleveland Browns, obviously, Watson went out early in that game, so we already kind of knew that was happening. Um, we were excited to have him back. Unfortunately, it didn't work. So now we got PJ Watt, uh, PJ, uh, I'm blanking on it. I want to say Tucker, PJ Walker again. Sorry. Um, but my shirt throwing you off that much. <laughs> probably, probably the most important injury for them now is in the running back room again. Jerome Ford, um, ankle sprain, gonna be out. They're staying a couple of weeks at least. I know they brought in Kareem Hunt. Pierre Strong and him kind of split the workload, if not Pierre Strong taking a little bit more of the rushing attack once Ford went out last week. What's your thoughts on what this backfield looks like moving forward, and who do you trust more? Between between Hunt and Strong, it's gonna be it's gonna be Hunt. And I, how about I flip the question on on both you guys? I, we had a trade happen in my home league this year that involved Kareem Hunt, and I figure maybe we can all collectively talk about mm-hmm. uh, how we value the Browns' backfield based on how we evaluate this trade. How, how's that sound? Also, what are you guys drinking? Let's let's shout it out for the crowd. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We uh, we got rid of our beer of the week segment because not enough people were, were doing it. But uh, I'm drinking. AJ, I'll let you go. New Trail. Uh, zombies are people too. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll do our uh, people have zombies too. I'll, I'll, I'll do this because we usually do it before we do beer of the week. Mm, beer, 
Oh, like a radio button. That's sweet. It's <laughs> yeah, like always go. sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. right. Uh, Dan, what? Uh, well, okay, you asked us, so I'll I'll do it. Uh, this is a Commonwealth Brewing Company. It's called Chalky Digits, Digits, uh, Double IPA with Lotus and Galaxy. Uh, I believe I gave this one a three and a half on Untapped. It, it's I don't know. It it sometimes some of my sips taste good, and then some of them taste. Trying chalky. to chalky, yeah, like it's weird. It's so all of a sudden, it goes down. You're like, weird. That is you're like, so weird. no, that's, that's all, not some good. of mine taste like pumpkin, and others like zombies. So, see, I, mean, I, I used to, all right, I used Same to do time. the whole craft beer thing. I used to do it hard. I'm doing. I'm I'm drinking. Uh, shout out to Olipop, which is a fantastic soda. I'm drinking that nice. uh, on ice. But then I have a. I've got a snifter tequila here. So moving on to. So here's here's the trade, and I want to hear what you guys think about it. So for for the record, I I'm Kareem Hunt all the way. I know he's lost. Yeah, a step. me too. I, I'm I'm Kareem Hunt all the way. I know he's lost a yeah. step. But my uh my good buddy, guy who just was the best man in my wedding, traded Kareem Hunt, and hold on just a second. He traded Kareem Hunt and DJ Moore, and he got in return Kenneth Walker. What do we think about that? Ooh. And this is full PPR. I still like it. Uh, I think it's a great forward. trade. Yeah, only, if he can get if he can get walker very, back that's that's a steal that's very um, even in my mind i i i no, like walker the best I, out of that i don't think it is <laughs> uh, i don't think it is i kind of think uh whoever got walker ran well and, like stole the bank here yeah as funny, long as walker is healthy now he's he's <laughs> but, dealing with injuries himself yeah i mean and he's been a little banged up but He's obviously the focus there. Oh my god! Whereas you know By everybody, <laughs> including myself, was high on um, Charbonnet, getting some touches, getting some work possibly in the passing game. You know, it's still early enough in the season that I don't feel like we've seen uh, enough time go by for Charbonnet to really get involved. Um. Gino's been kind of down, so you know they've just been able to lean on Walker. But with Ford getting injured, you know I specifically talked about. But he's only how, out for like two weeks. Well, I know, but <laughs> I specifically talked about you know when when Hunt was signed, how Ford was the guy that took the damn job from him. He's the reason that Hunt was let go. Um, but here we are with Hunt right back in the fold. So. I think the the team trusts him. I think he's going to keep being involved. Um, you know, last week was obviously a, a good week for him, and I think he's just going to, you know, propel off of this. Like, do we even care about Pierre Strong? No. We, uh, um, yeah. Do you? You might I mean, want as to. a backup. Sure. I, fine. I mean, this week you're probably not starting him because there's no buys. But I'm telling you, don't sleep on this dude. He did get a ton of work, and I wrote about it in the usage article that I write uh, every week. Everybody I know, and and rightfully so, want to play. Want you know it it, it it's clearly Kareem Hunt over Pierre Strong as you know as far as talent, right? Pierre Strong is still good though, like. He did. He outsnapped him overall. He ran more routes, um, which is shocking. Like you would think, if somebody's going to run more routes, it's Kareem Hunt, but he didn't. Like 
you know, you got it. You got a couple less carries only by two. Um, I, I think it's going to be more of a split than people think. But I do think Kareem Hunt gets most of the work. The biggest thing is that Kareem Hunt's getting all the red zone usage. So that's massive. And, and that's yeah, what yeah. we're talking about. And like, it, it, you know, if you want to talk about red zone usage, especially with this trade in mind, right? Look at Seattle. Like it is all, all Kenneth Walker, like 29 attempts in the red zone. There's almost nobody that has more attempts in the red zone than Kenneth Walker. The only player, does anybody want to name it? Has more Who has more red zone attempts? Red zone? CMC? Uh, AJ Brown? I'm... No, I, I, I don't. I, my official answer, Joe, is that I would like not to like name anybody. <laughs> Mike LaPlante was right. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, 34 okay. rushing attempts. Sense. He loves saying that. Um, now, if you put it within the 10-yard line, Kenneth Walker actually leads the league. So that's even more of a reason to like him. And he's got six touchdowns. So is the so so is the is the bottom line here that if that this backfield like there are signs in the shadows that Pierre Strong might actually take some legitimate work from Kareem Hunt down the line, and if you have Kareem Hunt this week, try to try to try to capitalize on his value and trade him for a guy, package him with a guy like DJ Moore for Kenneth Walker because that's a, again. No matter uh, who's this Matt Wendell. No, I, I think once yeah. I think once Ford is healthy, I think it's gonna be Kareem Hunt and Ford. I think right now, you know, Strong's gonna get get some work. Um that that's pretty much it. So but I mean it's it's two maybe three weeks max where Pierre Strong has relevancy. Um Hunt and then and then it goes back to Ford and Hunt kind of split split and work again and with a little lean to Ford. So uh but we should move on here. Um Last one up that I want to talk about, and the game is on right now, Bills and Bucks, so kind of relevant as well. Dawson Knox headed to the IR. Dalton Kincaid is the only tight end, active tight end on the roster right now, and they they are targeting him quite a bit so far. Um, you know, what? what's your, like, prospects of Kincaid going forward could he be you know like a uh could he be actually turn into a tight end one the rest of the season because of Dawson Knox not being around yeah I think so I think the Bills have a lot to figure out on offense obviously I think when yeah, it was we talked about that back, show <laughs> yeah I know I I, th- I think uh I think when it was working best the last two years, you really did see a lot of Dawson Knox. I recall a couple of a couple of regular season games versus the Chiefs where Dawson Knox all of a sudden was catching wheel routes, you know, 27 yeah. yards down on the sideline and stuff. And he was kind of beating everybody. I, I do think that um, I know they I know uh, in the preseason they were they were really experimenting with uh, Dalton Kincaid as kind of like a secondary tight end receiving option. For Josh Allen, I think it might even be easier for them to get a sense of what he's worth now that he can step up. Obviously, to, that's really easy to say after tonight. You know, you saw he I, I, I think it was a screen pass that he caught for like 25 yards and went for a touchdown. He's got it was three a, receptions, a off five targets for 43 yards and a touchdown already. So, 
Yeah, um, I uh, so someone in my home league used uh, 15% of her fab budget uh, on Dalton Kincaid. And this is a 12-team league, and it just so happened that Dalton Kincaid was on the waiver wire. We are... I, um, league. The fact that he was the fact that he, dude, was, he was on the way wire in a lot of leagues. Every yeah. single league I'm in outside of my 14 team leagues, he was out there. I dropped him in a 12 team league. I mean, he was doing absolutely nothing. I I picked up Johnny Smith and was using him. I was right, yeah, let me let me let me ask you this. Uh, would you rather? I mean, it's so hard because the game's on right now, but I mean, would you rather start Dalton Kincaid or Kyle Pitts? I'd take Kincaid. So my my rankings had Kincaid this week. Yeah. Yeah. My rankings yeah, had would... Kincaid at, at uh at nine and Pitts at eleven. So yeah, okay. I would have played Kincaid over Pitts. Yeah, I would have so too. There you go. I, um, I definitely would have. I think there are probably I don't know, AJ, maybe... you got any quick thoughts on this? And we gotta jump into our oh, uh, ranking start sit stuff. Yeah. And we got, actually we got some questions we need to get to too. Sorry, guys. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, shut up. <laughs> AJ, you got any thoughts on on, uh, on Kincaid moving forward? I, I just said no. Let's move on. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear you. Um, Again. All right. So we do have a couple of questions here. Uh, Josh, we got uh, which trade do you like more? Trade Aaron Jones and Russ for Hertz or Connor and Russ for Hertz. 20 man. Ooh, PPR. I could go through his roster. Uh, I think we can all read it. Yeah, here. man, you you invited me on this podcast. Now it's fantastic. Yeah. I did not sign up for 20 man league uh, evaluation. <laughs> I'm going to leave this to you guys. I'm a 12 to 14 team league kind of guy. I think I'm trading Connor and Russ for Hertz. Connor's out a couple more weeks. Jones was probably the guy you drafted higher anyway. Um, so I'm still going to believe that Aaron Jones performs better down the stretch than James Connor. Um, it's yeah. I mean, it's coin flip, it. honestly. I mean, they, they were close in my pre-draft rankings. I know they were, um, but I'll, I'll lean trade Connor. So I'm on board with that. Nice. Thanks, Jamie. I uh, saw that, that last comment for you. Uh, and we will get to your question here. So we are on Superflex. Should I trade away Amari Cooper to a contender for 2024 late second and Trey Tucker or Tank Dell and a late third? Um, I would take Dell if I'm doing it. Uh... Man, idiot! Who the hell is Trey Tucker? I was thinking the Phillies, uh, the Phillies shortstop who stunk, <laughs> yeah. and then they clapped for him, and then anybody, yeah, I, uh, Turner. That's that's Turner. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. No. Uh, yeah, but who the hell is Trey Tucker? We talking I, I, about IDP leagues? Who's? I don't know who Trey Tucker is. Uh, but no, I think I think Take Dell would be would be decent. Um, Amari. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Passing up on him at late second though. Um. In the late third, uh, I'm fine with it. Trey I, I, Tucker, you know, it, the Dynasty if, League. If if I'm looking at the same guy, Trey Tucker is a wide receiver for the Raiders. 
don't care R- about any rookie. of them not get, named Zay get Tank Dell. Uh, if you can get Tank Dell yeah. and yeah, you know, give up Dell. give up Amari who's you know getting old and we obviously know this okay. Browns passing offense is not going anywhere anytime soon, it seems like so pass. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh I wish you could get slight like maybe like a early to mid second for him but you're getting tank dell who we've seen perform pretty well so i like it um i think that's it for the questions here so voice from the sky let's go through our start sit scenarios Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. You're, Am I sure? Right. Yeah, we're going to go. Uh, Dan, you get to start us off here. Um, right. <laughs> it's oh, all yes. good. It's all good. It's not that hard. I mean, unless unless you're Joe. Then and, you, of course, Gabe Davis had a blow-up game. Is he is he having a great game right Eight now? Eight for 79 at a touchdown. Oh, that's fantastic. Hold on. I got it. There's only real, really one. He always has now. these like massive games where everybody's like, hey, him, him, is awesome. I was listening oh, to Jeff. No. I was listening to Jeff Ratcliffe this morning on Sirius XM. And, you know, he's like, there was a, there was a question. It was like, should I start this guy or this guy? And one of them was Gabe Davis. And he started, he said, start the other guy. He's like, however, you know, as soon as I say, don't start Gabe Davis, he's going to do this. This is exactly what he's talking about. He's like, Gabe Davis will catch like two passes, three passes for like 20, 30, 40 yards max. And then he's going to go out and catch, you know, eight or nine for, you know, 120 yards and two touchdowns. It's happening. I, I have it's I have a general happening. question about like I, I mean I, I, I other than the Heisman like what is the difference NFL wise between Gabe Davis and Devonta Smith Devonte Smith you know now that I, I'm a big Devonte Smith guy but I I genuinely feel like if you draft those guys you have to leave them in your flex because they're going to get six points one week and they're going to get twenty four points right now you know I what I mean sort of agree but Devonta Smith still sees more targets. That's the huge difference. Yeah, and his average depth yeah. of target is like only slightly shorter than, and that, and than like, Gabe Davis. Me, it's like it's like fourteen to twelve, if yeah. I if I read it right. On and I, and I you know I know I know you're big on the air yards and things like that. And I know that's important. Um, I'm more of a I like the utilization, which is why I write that article. So uh, you know, you give me the volume, I'm gonna take it every day. Um, but anyway, let's jump into the first question. Sorry, Mike. I know I kind of. Uh, torpedoed that you're all good nothing new all right dan (laughs) (laughs) you starting cj stroud against the panthers this week or joe burrow against the niners yeah uh i'm gonna i'm i mean if if i had to choose i'm going uh i'm going stroud against uh i'm going stroud against the panthers uh i know the panthers defense is okay brian burns is a little bit banged up so i think their pass rush isn't going to be as good this week I do believe in Stroud. Uh, I think um, – I actually think 
that the fact that they were kind of using Pierce and uh, Singletary in a little bit of a tandem last week suggests that they're willing to be a little bit creative with their running game, which should open stuff up in the play action against Carolina. Um, we all know Carolina, aside from Adam Thielen, is not the most potent offense right now. They're going to be, I don't know, I, I think someone's going to catch a touchdown or two in this game, as opposed to having it run, uh, from the, from the Texans. I just don't, I don't see necessarily Damian Pierce banging one home. I don't see any smash mouth football. I think CJ Stroud's going to get creative. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm starting him. I like, uh, and I fucking love Nico Collins, man. That guy's like six, five. He's huge. He's Nico Collins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a big Nico Collins guy. So I, I think Nico Collins, uh, catches, uh, one or two i think dalton schultz does too i think he's been great for cj stroud uh in terms of burrow burrow's great but the niners defense is for real and it's just going to be a low scoring affair especially because i think the bengals defense has picked up a lot that i could easily see that being like a 16 to 7 game you know Mm. like very easily whereas like panthers texans i see that being more like 21 to 17 so i feel like there are a couple more touchdowns in there what about what about you guys Joe, yeah, so we'll go around the horn here. Actually, is what we do. So uh, I think what Mike, I'm up next. Yes. You got that right. All right, so I'm actually going Burrow, um, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I have been pretty disappointed with this Niners defense. Uh, I know you know they shut down Cleveland and PJ Walker. Um, they got they got had by Minnesota a lot, you know, this past Monday. Um, And they've also been, you know, abused by Arizona and Josh Jobs. Stafford and that, you know, that crew without Cup did pretty well. Um, I think Burrow is, you know, all coming off a bye week. I think they're going to figure this out and they're going to get things rolling here. Um, So I'm still sticking with Burrow, the, the savvy vet over the, over the rookie, even though matchup says otherwise. So AJ, tiebreaker. I'm going Stroud. I mean, it's this guy it's, fucking knows. It's easy. All right, all right. I mean, he's been <laughs> he's been the anti Ohio State quarterback in he the has. NFL, making me eat um, crow, dude, big time. Exactly. That's part of the reason I'm picking him. Um, of course, of course. To continue to make you look bad for that specific <laughs> call. Um, but no, I mean, it's only been like Dan 15 years in a row him. where no Ohio State quarterback's been worth a damn. So, fine, yes. get one wrong, bite me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I love, I love Nico. Uh, you know, I, their, their run game is going to be going too. So, it's going to be dual threat. Carolina stinks, even though they're coming off a bye too. So, whatever, don't care. CJ Stroud. All right, next up. All right, Joe, you get to start us off. And I made this one real special for you because I put your boy in there from your team. Sam Howell against the Eagles or Dak Prescott against the Rams? You either get to pick your boy or you get to pick another quarterback in your own division. It's a lose lose. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, Sam Howell or Dak? It's clearly Dak. Um, I know. I you know. I know. 
I know Howell's had some decent games. The you know the Phillies been giving up some points against the quarterback. Dax just got the better supporting cast. Um, and you know, the, the Rams have been exposed at times as well. Uh, that, you know, honestly, it's not as cut and dry. I mean, like, come on, we just had a Kenny Pickett get 15 and a half points against them. Like get out of here. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick with Dak. AJ, you next. <sighs> I mean, Hal has uh, had a really nice game against Philly, but that was really the last really worthwhile game I feel like he's had. Um, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, The last time he played Philly, he was QB 13 with 19.6 points, and then he went on a tear a little bit after that game, rattling off a QB 5 finish and a QB 8 finish. Okay, you didn't let me finish. (laughs) Aside from those two games, he was straight garbage. Um, no, I mean, Hal's been, he's been too inconsistent for me. Um, I do think this is going to be like a, a payback game in a sense, but Eagles are, pun intended, flying high after beating Miami at home last Sunday night in a game that was not at all close as I thought it would be. Um, so I, I think, you know, with, with Jalen dealing with whatever knee issue or whatever it is, uh, that could hinder the birds a little bit. But I, I think uh, I think I'm leaning Dak this one, too, unfortunately. Clean sweep. Yeah, it's going to be a clean sweep for me. And uh, AJ, since Mike didn't let you finish, uh, can we just take a couple seconds to let you rip out a solo on that sweet axe over your left shoulder there? Can I'm you just not, grab that guitar uh, and just rip something for us? It's really just there for show. I am not uh, good at playing okay. guitar. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, Sam no. Howell is the most. Isn't 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 he the most sacked quarterback in the league? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And you're and you're telling me Jalen Carter and Hassan Reddick are oh they're gonna to eat they're gonna feast dude. There, there's a reason it, why I've yeah. got. There's the there's Eagles no reason why this is a, number and, and one I love you guys. I, I understand that this is a you know in theory a great question, but this isn't a question. It's not Sam Howell. It's Dak he just Prescott. wanted to he just wanted to pick. I up. fucking hate Dak Prescott. It's Dak Prescott, and I don't like him at all. I mean, there's a reason why the Eagles are my number one defense this week. Yeah, for it, sure. It I is mean, like honestly, it's almost like a guaranteed like eight sacks. Like, come on, yeah. it's good. He's going to they're going to eat. It's going to be bad. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that is why I grabbed the Eagles defense after they were dropped. Smart, yeah. they stinks. I don't think he's he stinks. I mean, thank you, uh, thank he's you, Kevin okay. Dwyer, in the chat about how he Dwyer, does, yeah. and he and he did, and he did stink. It he did stink at UNC. He lost a lot of people. A well, lot of money I will when say this. On him. I will <laughs> a say lot this. of people who matter. He was like really they, good. You know, we had good talent around him. And honestly, if you and I've said this on the show many, many times, if you actually go back and look at his stats, but when he had, you know, all that NFL talent around him, right? And then the year after, when UNC as a whole wasn't good, his actual like stats weren't as bad as you think. And he added rushing to it. So he added an element to his game 
he just couldn't win games for UNC because they were atrocious everywhere. Um, so that being said, I don't think he's the bad as people think. I don't think he was a Heisman candidate. I don't think he was a first round quarterback, but I think, you know, should he been like a, what, what did he drop? Fifth round? Yeah. Should he been a fifth round quarterback? Probably not. He should have probably been like third or fourth round. Um, but that that whole that whole draft class got messed up uh, with Malik Willis falling to the third. Like nobody wanted to take a quarterback until he went after the first two. So it was just a weird it was just a weird thing. Uh, but I still I still think he's got potential. He needs a better offensive line. They're bad. He also needs to learn to just you know get rid of the ball a little quicker. He's holding onto it more. You know that that's a learning curve. You know he got kind of thrown to the wolves there, but. I do want Let, to just move on. real quick point out for all our listeners that uh, founder of the site, Joe Bond, is wearing a Virginia Tech ACC hat. So he might be a little biased in terms of Sam Howell. Oh, no, I I hate UNC. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, come <laughs> on. We don't like UNC. We're Virginia Tech, me and AJ both. Uh, so there you go. Um, go Heels. Oh. <laughs> By the way, it is, uh, what is it, 32 to 10 32 now? So, yeah, 10. We're, we're, we got to say Let them creep back in. Um, moving on to running backs. All right, <clears throat> AJ, you get to start us off. Then this one's another All fun right. one here. <laughs> Deontay Foreman coming off a hot game against the Chargers, or Joe Mixon at the 49ers? I mean, again, is this a question? It's Foreman. It's, I mean, Mixon, San Fran's defense is still solid. Um, seems to me that the Purdy boy is the the problem these past few weeks, not necessarily the defense. Um, they can still stop the run. I'm I've already benched Joe Mixon in one of my leagues, so I would go with uh, the hot hand and Foreman. And you yep. take it next. Oh yeah, I concur, and I don't really feel like I need to say much about it. Yeah, that's that. Joe, clean sweep. Nope. Or are you going to uh, go back into a diatribe about some other ACC uh, team? That we tiebreaker. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to tie here because Jamie is agreeing with me. Joe Mixon. Um, when, when, uh, when does Jamie's no. votes count in this in this part of the show? Not trying did to be post, rude. Jamie, did you post your video yet? <laughs> he did. Oh, yes, he did. It was oh, actually I did good. See it oh, I forgot to show those. Damn it. Um, we need to add those so that we need to add that to the show, uh, sheet here so that I do it early so that we can see it. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's mixing. I I still think, um, you know, volume's going to roll here. Um, Roshan is all the volume. Roshan won't know, but Roshan is practicing. So I think, I think we're, uh, I think we're overvaluing uh forming here a little bit i get the matchup sucks but you've got to go with the volume and, and just the, me and the one of them are good plays honestly at this point i mean mixing is all the way down at um uh, where do i have him in half ppr i've got him i mean i've got him at 17 for a guy like mixing who gets the amount of work he does he's usually a lot higher but because of the matchup he drops um foreman's a lot farther down because roshan is in the mix so i'm out on on the on the bears running game until roshan suits up and actually takes the field 
I'm not worried about it. I mean, look, I, yeah. If Sunday morning things change, obviously maybe you know you throw Foreman way up there because he's going to be the only guy. Um, but if you if you throw Roshan into the mix here, I think it is clearly mixing in this scenario. So, and I, I don't. I, I know we got to keep moving through everything, but uh, no, you know, for the record, uh, Joe, I've always wondered like what it's like to be like what the strategy is to be someone on fantasy pros who gets ranked like really highly in their ranking accuracy stuff. So like when you say something where you're like, you know, you're, you're currently third overall and you're putting mix in before foreman, whereas like, I mean, very clearly AJ and I are just straight up shooting from the hip, you know, we're happy to go with foreman. Um, what like, what makes you want to be a little bit other other than just like the the stats itself and like are you just kind of are you telling yourself to just you know pump the brakes a little bit on Foreman and that's why your rankings might be a little bit more accurate and Mixon might go uh, might go ahead of him because like a, a lot of other people might say like okay I'm gonna put Foreman at 16 and and mixing at 19 this week whereas you have mixing at 17 and Foreman at 26 which is well, that's a pretty again big game. i i think i i think i can so um the way the way my rankings work is they're projections based and then you know kind of throw my own gut into that after a while um again my the projections are right now it's thursday where we've only got one game right now so Things can change as of Sunday morning and especially as of Sunday by 1130 p.m. Eastern time, right? When all the inactives comes out, right? But as of right now, the projections are saying, and and I agree with them, that Roshan's going to play. And when you add Roshan into the mix, Mixon is... You know that that first off, it shoves Roshan and Foreman both down the list because they're going to split the backfield. Mixon's the only guy they're getting touches that at all, and yes, it's the 49ers, which is why Mixon's not in you know the top twelve, which is where he kind of usually is um, because of volume, right? And so volume plays a lot a big part into projections and and how you know how many points they can get projected for right and so that's that's kind of how it works haha the producer wins you guys said they were easy questions at first and this one got <laughs> real hard on you the the hard, I, 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 I like this one voice in the sky all right hit me with this next bo- hit me with this next one and then i'm going to turn the camera off because i'm going to go get a little bit more tequila for the rest of the show <laughs> i love it's, it it's not yeah. a fun one uh alexander right. madison at the packers and a good match oh, no. or- or Ramondre Stevenson against the Dolphins in another good matchup. Bad running backs, yeah. great matchups. I I actually I actually like this question a lot, and I noodled over this one, and I went back and I watched the game film on both the, these guys. So uh, saying that makes me sound real official. Um, I'm going with Madison, and I don't love it, but I love it at the same time. Like, did anybody else watch Madison uh, against the 49ers on Monday? That guy ran real hard. Like, I I. I have, I feel like I test wise, 
uh, for Madison. I saw nothing out of him for the first four weeks. And now I really feel like the Vikings with this win over the Niners, they're three and four. This is the division that they won last year. I really feel like they're going to, they're going to try to come out and they're going to, they're going to try to, you know, at least make it competitive with the lions. I don't really like either of them. Uh, voice in the sky producer, Mike, uh, I, uh, you know, if I see an eventuality where Ramondre catches like four or five out of the backfield against Miami and just by passing volume outscores Madison, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Madison falls into the end zone this week and uh, Ramondre doesn't. And for that reason, I am choosing Ramondre and uh, yeah, I know Madison sucks. He's, he's terrible. He's terrible, but he looked, Jamie something or other uh, anyways yeah Madison's not great but I'm taking Madison over Ramondre and now I'm going to get more tequila be right back <laughs> so you can't argue with me um, I'm sticking with Stevenson uh, I kind of agree with what Jamie was saying here that I mean it's it's. I know it's been rough sledding for Stevenson trust me as somebody who rosters him I'm I'm dying a slow death in in that league. Um, I'm just kind of treading treading water, and I might make the playoffs, but I'm gonna get smashed as soon as I get there. But Madison's nothing special. Um, and you know who also is running hard? Cam Akers, right? I mean, let's be real. Like Alexander Madison in Week Six, two point four yards per average. Uh, Alexander Madison in week seven, 4.9 yards per average. Okay, much better. But in week six, Cam Akers was eight yards per average. Not good enough, one carry. Um, but you know, last week, sample size huge on that, but but still like 10, 10 for 31. Like he actually had less attempts, Madison did, than Akers. You I mean, know, while we're at, at it, let's game, just throw Kiki and Gakway at, at the end of the at the end of the game. He might have one carry more for than Madison, 20 which yards. almost saved my ass. And then he's gonna have a 20 yard talking over me AJ? per run average. Yeah, I am. That's right. It's my <laughs> turn now. Uh like yeah, all, like the fact that they didn't use Madison at the end of the game almost saved my ass. I, I lost by a single thing yard in in one of my leagues um off of a stat correction uh which was awful i was like i went to the i went to bed like i i feel at fault i feel like i jinxed you i, I said it, the it night wasn't before. just you there was somebody else on twitter who was like stat correction coming in and i was like nah and then boom it happened i was like yeah it was literally one yard i'm like come on and it made all. I was up by point oh two and lost by point oh eight instead. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, well, that AJ, sucks did you for give you. your? Uh, did you give your? No, answer? I did not yet. Uh, then the floor is all yours, pal. Oh boy, oh, damn time, Jesus. Um, you said Ty Chandler. Don't really like either of these either. <laughs> no, they, I, they're, they're both not good options. I do. I will admit though. This I had them back to back in the doing. rankings. I had them 22 and 23. So good luck. I mean, I mean I, they're, they're I'm right gonna there. go. I'm gonna go with Madison on this just for matchup sake. 
Miami has been better against the run. Um, you know, and if you take out week one where they gave up 200 yards to the LA Chargers backfield, um, you know, they, they've still given up, you know, teens, um, points, but that's, that's split for the whole rushing game. So Green Bay has given up over hundred yards to running backs, tandems or whatever. Um, so that is my definer right there that I think even with acres getting that massive eight yards per carry average for the one carry for eight yards he had that day uh whoop de do you know <laughs> all right let's jump into our receivers and try to go a little a little faster here all as right. we uh try to close out all right so dan just for your knowledge for the receivers you're gonna pick two that you're starting and one of them you will be sitting oh you got it i'm ready i think i think joe leads us Joe's off up here. first yeah I do. That is so correct. Just, just being polite to uh, <laughs> fill you in on that. Appreciate that. I was going to get to that if you didn't. So yeah, eventually. You, yeah, yeah, eventually. All right, <laughs> Joe, you got Deontay Johnson coming off the injury against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Amari Cooper against the Seattle Seahawks, or Marquise Brown against the Baltimore Ravens. Who you sitting? Who you start? Uh, right now, I mean, so I. I know you wrote these questions before today's news, but uh, Johnson may not even play. Um, he's all back on the injury report with a hamstring. So pretty easy choice, honestly. Um, quickly. I Johnson, totally forgot about that. Damn it, it. It, it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but what if, what if, what if we tried to make it interesting? A cut, I'll say, cut, I'll say, uh, look, Johnson if they were all healthy, if they were all healthy, I'd probably still, sit johnson um i just it it's an ugly they're all on pretty pretty bleh offenses honestly but um i just yeah I, i'd rather i'd rather take my chances with brown and cooper i mean look we've seen pj walker just like hyper target cooper a few times eight targets both times when he's been in the game uh marquise browns has some really nice games johnson hasn't quite gotten there yet so i i'll take my chances with the other two yeah but johnson also hasn't played so no but even when he did play it was bad it wasn't good <laughs> He played one game, and then last and week then last he had week, a decent good. week, five for seventy-nine. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not great. Brown and Cooper have both had better games. Oh yeah, so. they have. But F Brown, and that game last week was so bizarre. Last week, so yeah, I'm not that game last him. week was bizarre. I, I don't, I don't think um, anybody expects that to happen again. And nah, maybe. But again, uh. Matchups wise, I mean, and this is assuming health. If if Deontay's healthy, I would expect this to be a good second bounce back game for him against uh, a susceptible Jaguars secondary. Um, but yeah, if he's injured, then obviously I'd be benching him. So 
yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna change it up a little bit, though, since DJ is injured. Who am I starting? Marquise Brown against Seattle or Cooper – or, sorry, uh, Hollywood Brown against Baltimore. Give me the revenge game, not for the revenge game reasons. I mean, I am starting, obviously, Cooper and uh, and and Hollywood Brown, but uh, I think Hollywood Browns like to get traded. I really do, and I think uh, I think he's going to try to yeah. get out there. And I think I I I think that there's a little bit of him that uh, doesn't like the fact that he was traded from the Ravens. I think that he's going to see targets. I think he's going to make the most of them this week. Uh, give me Hollywood Brown to the moon. This week, I'd start him in DFS, whatever, you know. Cooper against Seattle's a phenomenal matchup, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, Seattle versus Seattle is fantastic. Seattle Ooh. stinks, but, you know. It is yeah. P.J. Walker, so you do worry. But, hey, I mean, Josh Jobs, I mean. Like, no, and Amari Cooper is awesome. We've seen him We've seen him produce uh, with, with plenty of quarterbacks. But I'm, I am I am taking Hollywood Brown. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd start Baltimore's... him over. Yeah, Palmer's so good though on D. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. All right. Yep. AJ, you get this one. This one's a spicy one, in my opinion. Nico Collins against the Panthers. DJ Moore against the Chargers, or Calvin Ridley against the Steelers. Definitely playing Nico. That's the definite. <laughs> Other two. Yowzas. That's the definite, huh? Nico was the Did definite. you see the Bears quarterback? I think I'm going to go DJ. With the arm wrestle, AJ. I mean, come on. The jeans and no. that guy. He's going to feed the ball to DJ more. Yeah. I, I, I like DJ for sure. Um, Ridley laid an absolute egg. Um, which was fine with me uh, last week because I don't own him anywhere and I played him somewhere. Um, but played him somewhere. I love that. I don't. Know. We don't know anybody somewhere. Anymore. Might have had him. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I have him in a few <laughs> places, but been brutal. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's where I'm going. I don't really feel like talking about it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Nico at uh Carolina uh and actually surprisingly I am gonna go Ridley at Pittsburgh. I think this might be a Ridley breakout game. This is just completely based on feel, it's nothing on stats. I don't think Tyson I don't even know how to say his last name, but I mean that electric interview with his dad, and I think it was Tom Pelissero where they did the arm wrestling together. Yep. You guys have seen this, right? Phenomenal. That's fantastic Legend. television. I I it just is. I just think all of it's all done now. I think it all got all of his like good energy got sucked up into that interview. His dad stole the show. I don't think Tyson Badgen is going to do anything besides throw ducks and picks this week. DJ Moore might get some points on a jet sweep, but for me, I'm going to take a couple of toe tappers from uh, from Calvin Ridley along the sidelines, and uh, I am definitely taking Nico Collins starting at Carolina. Yeah, I'm setting Ridley. That uh, as somebody who has him, it has been a bumpy ride. I loved him after week one. I loved him after week four. Who knows? Maybe after week eight, I'll love him again. It's just been, it's been bad. Um, Other than that, it's, 
I don't know. I don't know what to do. They're they're targeting Ingram. They're targeting ETN. They're targeting Christian Kirk more. I will say this: it's possible Zay Jones comes back, and when Zay Jones is in the lineup, he's actually performed better. So maybe there's a chance. I don't know. I just it's hard for me to trust Ridley right now over two guys who have been way more consistent. You want to shoot for the moon? It's Ridley. Good luck picking which one of that out of these two to start him over. Um, probably Nico. I, I, I don't know. They're they're both they're, they're both pretty close in my rankings. So uh, Ridley's a little farther down for me. It is true. Like Lawrence doesn't really feed anybody, and like Ridley did really well in Atlanta when Ryan fed him, and he also was really good over the top, and like. The Jaguars' offense doesn't do great when it's over the top. Like it, Christian Kirk, they really love those Christian Kirk finding the finding like the empty areas of the zone. You know, they and Evan Engram finding the empty areas of the zone in the flat. Like they're 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 very much so a Doug Peterson offense in that sense. And I I expected Lawrence to be able to, um, you I know, mean, them to drop some plays for Ridley yeah. to get bombs and stuff this year, but he just hasn't been getting bombs. I mean, you look at it like the the target share for him, twenty one percent for Ridley, twenty three percent now for Kirk. Um, throwing the tight ends, Ingram has twenty two, so that's more than Kirk, more than Ridley. Running backs, ETN's got eleven, so like, yes, not more, but that's. It just tells you that this ball is being spread around. And then if you go to game logs, like if you look at this team and you look at when Zay Jones was was there um, in week one, he saw 23% of the targets. In week two, when he got injured mid-game, he saw 15%. Week five, saw 12%. That was his week back. So, like, they're easing him in. He's seeing a fair number of targets. But, like, that's the thing. Like It's funny because those are the – like week one and week, I said week four is week five. Week four and five were actually the games where were really took off. So there's something with him and Zay Jones in the mix that matter. Um, so maybe zone Zay Jones comes back and it works. I don't know. Uh, but right now I'm sitting really. That's what I'm more comfortable. How, how willing would you be if you're a Ridley owner to trade him away for like an RB two? Like if like like if someone offered you, uh, let's say, uh, someone um, Jameer Gibbs pops to mind, I'd take that immediately. Uh, like uh, let's say, um, let's say like James Cook. If someone offered you James Cook for uh, for Calvin Ridley and full PPR, in, what do you do in a vacuum? Yes, uh, I think I do it. Um, Obviously, team composition comes into into play here. You know, you've got to have receiver depth. Of course, of course. I'm just pretty talking, desperate you know, for a running back vacuum. type of thing. But yes, in a vacuum, I think you know a cook. A I'm looking at like Rashad White, who's been struggling. You know, those types of guys. I think I might pull the trigger. Like, and and I've been shopping Ridley in a couple of the leagues that I have him. I haven't been able to move him for anything. Nobody, nobody cares about him right now. Yeah, no. Everyone's everyone's afraid to take him on because they just they just don't know. They see these. Who knows, you know, they who see knows these if he's going to just? 
You want to know what? Jaguars have been in a lot of my betting parlays this year. If I'm Calvin Ridley, I'm including them in mine too. Let's let the <laughs> dice fucking roll. You know what I All mean? Right. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's jump into this last receiver question, Mike. Absolutely. All right, we get a couple of hot receivers and then a not so not so fun one. Dan, you starting Josh Downs versus the Saints, Josh Palmer versus the Bears, or DeAndre Hopkins with Will Levis against the uh, Falcons? Yeah, this is a this is a great. Um, it's like when you it's like when you go in the fridge on like a Friday night, uh, Mike, and you look in there and there's like a sausage left over from Monday. There's like enough <laughs> peanut butter to make like a peanut butter on like this. a cinnamon raisin bagel, and then there's like some chicken noodle soup. Like it's like you have no fucking rhyme or reason why you'd pick anybody, but you have to pick two of them because you're hungry. So um, I uh, I'm not starting anybody against AJ Terrell. I really am not. AJ Terrell I, is I think AJ Terrell is a stud, and so AJ Terrell being the uh, shutdown corner for Atlanta. So uh, I am gonna sit Hopkins. Um, Especially because it took him, it did take him two games to get comfortable with Ryan Tannehill. I, 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 I kind of believe in Will Levis, and it very easily could be the case that you know Hopkins gets like thirteen targets this game. But I, I, I like the Falcons' defense a little bit. Uh, Josh Palmer did practice today with his knee injury. Um, big Chargers fan here. Uh, I know how much wearing uh, the Bills jersey. Uh, well, that's just because I drafted Diggs like <laughs> fifth over. That, that's because I I'm a player driven uh, sports uh, uh, sports fan, guys. Other than like the the Boston that. Red Sox, you know, I uh, I started I started liking the NFL because of Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson. So you know, I love the Rams, and then there's Herbert on the Chargers like. and stuff. Yeah, so I so I do I like I, I think Hopkins puts up like in half PPR. I think Hopkins probably puts up like seven. I think Palmer puts up like nine, and I think Josh Downs he's gonna he's gonna do what he did last week. He's gonna catch a breakaway touchdown. He's gonna put up like thirteen. It's for me. It's Downs and Palmer, or Down and Palmer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's funny. I was looking at my rankings right now, and. Uh, Projections based right now, Hopkins is in between Palmer, who's high, Downs, who's a little lower. Um, I will need to manually move those. Uh, I don't. I do not agree with the, the projections. Um, my Thursday rankings are very projections based right now. Um, the manual stuff comes a little bit later as I tweak along the way. Um, but yeah, I, I, with with Will Levis being the guy right now. And it's been stingy, man, as you've been saying, Dan. Uh, I can't do it. So uh, Downs has really come along. I know New Orleans defense is pretty solid, too. So, you know, it's going to be close between those two. But give me, give me give me Downs and Palmer. Downs is at least shown something. <laughs> right? All right. All right. Well, all right. now we get to the fun part. Tight ends. <laughs> oh, AJ's not gonna answer. I, I was gonna say. I, I'm uh, gonna go. I, I wanted to. I wanted That's to my bad. I'm going down. Listen, I know. I I know the Phillies got knocked out, but we definitely <laughs> have to give AJ his turn. Okay. Yeah, That's my bad. Joe, Joe's Joe's been taking a lot of the screen time, so I I, I keep thinking that AJ has said his answer already. Sorry. But that's my bad, AJ. Downs Palmer, <laughs> write it down. 
moving on. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So last one up. Yes, sir. It's me, right. right? Yes. You get Evan Ingram at the Steelers. Dalton Schultz going to continue the touchdown streak against the Panthers. I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. As I just said, Ingram's getting a good number of of targets on the season. Um, and so I, I kind of like that. Um, Schultz is very touchdown dependent. And so if you want to go there, you can. But Ingram's third on the season as far as his targets for tight ends. In fact, he's really tied for second. Um, Kelsey and Waller are tied for first on their teams. Hawk and Ingram are tied for uh, tied for uh, for second. You know, you go raw numbers, he's still fourth. 59-57-49-49, so tied for third, really, with, with uh, Laporta. Shockingly, and everybody I know everybody hates him. Darren Waller, number five at 48 targets. I, I get he's not been what you what everybody wanted, but he's still been good. Um, Schultz is just you know, he's just so much farther down the list. You know, 33 targets. Uh, I know he had a couple of good games, you know, there, but eh, give me Ingram. All right. Uh, okay. I am. I am going to go with Schultz on this one. I um, already talked about Houston and uh, and Stroud. And, you know, aside from Nico, uh, Schultz, I feel like, has really come on a lot lately. And he's been a very good safety valve for, for Stroud. So I'm leaning on him. And uh, that's uh, that's my story. Yeah, you know, the more I think about it, AJ, I, I lean with you. And I think that, you know, uh, I think that one of my big upsets of the week is Carolina over the Texans. I really think Carolina's plus th- uh, is getting three mm-hmm. um, with the Texans. I, I know I said earlier that I think that that could be a relatively low scoring game, but the way that the NFL has gone this year, I feel like that's going to be the game. that's like 28, 27. I think uh, I, I definitely think that uh, Schultz has established himself as someone that uh, on second and third read that strap looks to um, tank Dell still a little sh- shaken up. He and Nico, Collins are both like mid-range targets for him. Who's going to be the guy he checks down to in the flat? Is it going to be Singletary or Pierce? No. It's going to be Dalton Schultz. Give me Schultz over Engram. And for the record, I do really like Evan Engram, and I love what he's done for the Jags offense, but um, I just feel like I haven't seen the Jags offense click on all cylinders yet this season, and I'm just not sure it's going to come against. Uh, I just, you know, I wrote for our site the Jags preview. And I was like, take all these guys to the moon. Like, uh, yeah. seriously, like I, 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 and Kirk's been, Kirk's been that and ETN's been that, but um, do I, do I think that uh, Engram's breakout game is breakout game? Meaning do I think that he scores, I guess in this case, more than Schultz uh, versus the Steelers? Probably not. Uh, so I, I lean Schultz here. 
Yeah, it's close, and and Schultz has really come on lately. Uh, but yeah, I still I I like the consistency of Ingram a little bit more. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's. I he I mean, get, you guys, you guys looks, don't, you guys aren't wrong as far as like the points you 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 make. I just no, I and Ingram Ingram looks so good on tape too. Like his his release and his catches, it just is like I feel like Lawrence kind of. Lawrence is pushing for the offense to be better than what it is. So he's pushing for the downrange targets and he kind of settles for Engram. Once I feel it, I'm now, once the offense starts to click on all the vertical levels, yeah. I really feel like Engram's going to like yeah. elevate himself to like, I mean, how crazy block. is this target? Uh, eight, 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 six, seven, seven for Engram. <laughs> like that's, that's not too. That's absolutely insane. Like, to find a tight end to get that amount of targets consistently, I mean, it, it's so hard to not start him. And Schultz is in an offense where, man, like you just know, like they're starting a rookie. You never know. <laughs> but, it's true. They, all like, right. Like, so, uh, oh, yeah. sorry. Um, nope. Anyway, say, say your piece. I, I got to set up a couple of things anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I, all I was, all I was going to say was, I think you're right. I think everybody's really high on Stroud. I know, uh, I got a guy in our home week who's starting CJ Stroud, you know, so that's one of, so that's someone who's considering on no bye weeks, uh, Stroud over that Stroud is one of the top 12 quarterbacks. Uh, I, I don't know if the bottom's going to fall out from under the Texans. I think everybody was expecting that from the get go. But uh, I think I think sh- I, I think Nico Collins comes back down to earth rest of season, and I think Schultz sees a slight uptick because I think I, I would bet CJ Stroud that they're going to figure they're going to get the book on Stroud a little bit. They're going to start covering double covering Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, who has experience finding holes in zones in the in the Dak Prescott offense. There, oh yeah. Very smart uh, with that. In, uh, in, in Dallas, I think Dalton Schultz rest of season is a, is probably a tight end you want to try to get your hands on. Absolutely. Alrighty. So we are now moving on to the end of the show where we're going to be giving our silly string picks. Um, if you guys do not know what this means, it's where we give our predictions for a player to go over or under we typically do half PPR. If you really feel strongly with PPR, I don't care. Just let me know. Um, projection total for the week. Uh, we share them on Twitter. Feel free to chime in and let us know your picks. And then if you lose, you need to get silly streamed. Last week was not a good week for Anyone. most of us here <laughs> on the uh, on the show. The only person who got it right was Steve Hunt, Hunt, Huntinger. Um me, AJ, Jamie, our uh, our famous guest here, uh, and Mike uh, all got it wrong. So I don't want to have to share all the videos. I know Mike and, and AJ, you've been wrong before, so we've shared your video. I'm going to share my video here. Um, so this this is this is me here. Uh, let's see if I can find the button. All right, hi, I'm Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. I lost my week seven silly string picks on the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. Javante Williams, 
let me down by scoring over 10.12 half PPR points, which is something he had not done all season. So I now get to get a silly stream by my kids, and they're super excited to do it. So here we go. Oh, well, mm, there's a face. <laughs> 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 You're wearing safety glasses. Yeah. Well, you wore glasses the first time, and so did Mike. I, I wore goddamn goggles the first time. Yeah, you wore those big ass goggles the first time. Mike wore yeah. Mike wore them the the first time. Um, we do. Uh, where where's Jamie? I I want to find Jamie because Jamie's is hilarious. Um. Uh, Jamie, do you mind if I share? Um, yeah, the smell was gross. We did it in my basement. And I came down a little bit later and was like, "Oh, I really yeah. wish I hadn't done that. That was that was nasty." Um, you gotta clean see. it up like immediately too, because oh, we did, yeah, we did, yeah, because yeah, otherwise it just gets it just it'll... gets gross. Um, so Jamie, I'm gonna share yours if you don't mind, man. Yeah, um, share it. So here we go. All right, I'm here for the fancy six pack silly string challenge. I obviously failed. I picked Michael Wilson, hyped him up all week. He let me down. So here we go. <laughs> that looks like more of what I was expecting from silly string. Joe. What kind of yeah, well, I had I had a ten and a seven year old trying to do it to me. Nice. Uh, yeah, but this was that, that silly string looked like it fell off like nothing. Like, did you did you like grease yourself beforehand? I, I don't know. Like, so it was weird. So I was actually before I was asking. Um, Kudos to you, Jamie, for really taking yeah, it. There. That was awesome, Jamie. I was asking AJ like where he got his because his silly string is pretty good. Mine came out like it was confetti. It was weird. Like it just it didn't work. Um, I don't. So I'm gonna have to buy some better silly string, I guess. But let's get to yeah, our yeah. pick. Uh, let's let's finish this off. So Dan, you are the guest. Uh, where are you going with yours? I'm going on the over for Bijan this week. Uh, I I I really think that. Uh, I'm I'm taking the What's this is the B. John Robbins. What'd you say? Uh it's twelve nine seven, I believe. Twelve point nine seven half yeah. PPR. I, I am yeah. I am definitely taking the over on Bijan this week. I think uh I I don't know. I uh, I think it, the breakout week's coming. Uh why not? Yeah. Why not this week versus the Titans? The Titans uh rush defense I think is a little bit of fool's gold. If you uh if you take a look at them. And you see who they've scored against, or uh, how they've scored against running backs. Uh, you have uh, they shut uh, in week one uh, a New Orleans offense down that had no Alvin Kamara. In week two, they shut uh, Chargers offense down that didn't have uh, Austin Eckler. In week four, they shut uh, Bengals offense down that still hadn't figured itself out. But other than that, they've given up. Uh, they gave up twenty-seven points to Cleveland uh, with Nick Chubb. They've given up. 38 points to Indianapolis, which uh, didn't even have Jonathan that Taylor like at that Moss, point. That, yeah. was, that, that was, was just Zach Moss. Game, and then dude. last week, it was 14.1 points to Baltimore, which the running game there, obviously, no Dobbins. Wow. So that, I think that was I, also like a 80 yard catch and run from Gus Edwards, which never will happen again. 
I will put no, a lot of money down. Definitely won't die, but but I'm telling you, uh, this is this is Bijan's week against against the Titans. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, Hopefully, doesn't have a headache. I think. Yeah, seriously. I think. I think he's <laughs> 21. 21. All right, AJ, what you got? All right, I am. Uh, I'm taking Brees Hall, and I am going over 14.69 because there's a six nine in it. Um, yeah, man. What's better than one sixty nine fourteen? Why not? Um, that's a busy night. But the Giants have given up over a hundred yards to every rushing team that they have faced, except for last week against Washington. Um, Jets coming off a bye. It's one more week with Zach Wilson, you know, practicing and not getting laid out. Uh, so I think that's good for him. And uh, I think that that they're going to lean on Paul this week, and hopefully, I am not eating more silly string. <laughs> um, so I'm going, and I had and I had my games wrong. I'm sorry, man. Um, catch and run from Gus Edwards was against Detroit. Who is the team I am picking the under or against right now? Josh Jacobs under fourteen point one points. This offense doesn't look good right now. Um, they're struggling to score. Um, Jacobs is getting a lot of volume, and I know I love the volume play, but it's just it just doesn't feel like it's going to work right now. Detroit, outside of last week, where Gus Edwards, you know, kind of like I said, he caught that one eighty-yard pass, ran fairly well. Um, outside of that. Kenneth Walker was the only guy who actually did any damage and he scored two touchdowns. But outside of that, it was 17 rushes for 43 yards. So really outside of like two red zone touchdowns, he did nothing. <laughs> um, so I'm taking my, my bets here and saying Josh Jacobs in an offense that is struggling right now to find an identity and really get going is going to go under 14.1 points. And I believe we have a Jamie bet here. Uh, there's a lot of you have. Which one is it? A lot, a lot of comments here. Like, do you know which one it is? He's uh, he's saying uh, if yeah, Roshan Johnson uh, over points. If he plays, I can uh, go while you're looking up that Roshan projection. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so. I know I whiffed on the under last week, but I'm gonna I'm going for the under again. Najee Harris projected 9.8 points. Not been very good. He's going up against Jacksonville. I projected the under here. Jacksonville is uh sixth best against running backs in fantasy, only allowing uh twelve point six, uh twelve point one six fantasy points. And Najee Harris has only gone over nine point what is it? 9.8 points twice in six games. So I like my chances. All right. Hmm. As do I, Mike. I... Hopefully we don't get silly string. I need a break. <laughs> um, That's, you can't find it because it's a Sunday night game. That's why I was asking on. Our oh, okay. No, I, I, I know where it is. Unless hang on. I can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can find it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hang on. Because um, I was going to go with Roshan's 8.3 points. We go what's, with that, Jamie? What's Eckler? Eckler? 
Um, yeah, because that's who I was initially trying to find. 15.8. Ooh. Bri. <laughs> Stick with Breeze. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> Breeze, man. Um, so, Jamie, if you're good wow. with Roshan over, what did I say, 6.8 or whatever it was? Which actually, man, could want, or 8.3. I mean, if he's like officially in, I guess. Uh, I guess, yeah. So he's saying oop, over 8.3. There we go. So we got a, we got a Jamie. Uh, Roshan Johnson 8.3 over. There we go. All right. That is it for the show. Dan, uh, thank you for coming on, man. It was a blast talking with you. And uh, yeah, we'll have to do it again. But before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter, on you know what you got going on this year. You know, kind of promote yourself, man. Sure. Yeah, I can't really promote myself at all. I'm not a promotable kind of person. I, uh, yeah, I, of course I, you are. Man. I work. <laughs> I, I work for Fantasy Six. I, I do a couple articles a week on uh, Fantasy Six Pack. I mostly just help facilitate the great writing voices of. Uh, the folks uh, at Fantasy Six Pack, I do uh, I do a lot of other stuff. But uh, one way that you can support me is by supporting my man Justin Herbert, who uh, who just is unsupported by his terrible coach Brandon Staley. So uh, you can't really find me on Twitter. I don't really tweet. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm kind of funny on Instagram. Uh, the Great Dansby Nine. Follow me. You can follow me there. I've got. Uh, I just got a new puppy. I got married. Uh, but uh, very little has to do with football. But uh, go, and go just, life. I, I am. I, I also. Uh, I'm both rooting for the Chargers this year. Let's go Chargers! But I'm also rooting for them to lose because they come to Foxborough near me on December fifth. And the more they lose, and the more the Pats lose, the cheaper the tickets are going to be. So I want to get a 200 <laughs> level ticket for like forty dollars. So. If we want to root against the Chargers, but root for them at the same time, we can do whatever we want. That's what it's like being a Chargers fan. As long as Justin Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen do well, I'm okay with it. I I have the The defense can let up 40 points. The offense can score 35. I'm good. Exactly. 100, 100%. Go for it on every fourth down, Brandon Staley, you fucking dweeb. I don't care. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. But uh, no, seriously, uh, support me by supporting uh, these two guys. These two guys are great uh, at what they do. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, oh, also, uh, I know I talked about Herbert mostly, but Matthew Stafford is the best, is, is the most stand-up guy in the entire NFL Go Rams! I, I never thought, as a Boston fan, I live I live in Maine. Uh, I, I never thought I'd be rooting for both LA teams, uh, but those are the ones that I am rooting for. And uh, actually, uh, just a quick little shout out: uh, Maine did experience a mass shooting uh, last yes, night. Uh, first one, first one in years. A uh, uh, guy killed more in one night than he did uh, than the entire state uh, had in two years. So. Mm. Uh, you know, keep keep your eyes on that. If you feel like donating, donate. Uh, the door's locked, man. A couple, couple miles north, uh, north of us, manhunt's still going on. So, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers are definitely appreciated. Uh, yeah. Keep keep holding the light, all you guys. And uh, uh, thanks so much for having me on YouTube. This was a this was an absolute blast. AJ, sorry about your Phillies. I watched the game last night. Uh, hey, what can I say? The Sixers uh, pulled know. pulled the Phillies and came up short by yeah. one as well tonight against the yeah. Bucks. Uh, and probably Joe, because congrats, congrats indeed. to the Hokies on, on hey, AJ's a Hokie too, and, man. Yeah, 
Oh, congrats! Well, congrats. Just to let you know. Boom. Oh, there it is. That's, how, that's yeah. how me and AJ know each other from 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 you college. Had that one yet? So, did you actually? Did you guys go to Virginia Tech? We yeah. both did. Oh wow, that's awesome! I I I bet I was like a young pup uh, living on the because I I grew up from ages age uh, like two to seven, so probably from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety eight. I was oh, we're not uh, that old, right? <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, I don't know how old you guys are. <laughs> I, I, was, yeah. I was there from like 2000 to 2004. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I enjoyed those my time just after you a little more. 99 those are, those to are good 04. years there. Yeah, good, good football years for sure. Guys. I, had that too. I love what you guys do, Joe. Congrats I, on uh, congrats on being number three so far through the season for uh, Fantasy Pros and hope to be back you, sometime this season. Yep, absolutely, man. We'll, we'll, right. we'll figure it out. Awesome. Have a good night, man. Cheers, buddy. Peace. Uh, sure. No, AJ. Uh, sorry, I, I don't. Uh, drunk, by the way, had to throw that up on the super... on the screen again. It's. it's, it's uh, uh, no, I don't think I have fighting Hokies logger. I have not. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah, my uh, my boy Timmy Kaz, shout out, uh, hooked me up with these when we went up to the Rutgers game. This was my last one. I was was sitting on it for a little bit, and then may have even forgot I had it, but it was in the fridge. Found it, and was like, oh, all right. Cool. Had to break it out for tonight since they uh, destroyed Q's 38 to 10. And they gave up in the second half. Like Both yeah. teams were just like, this game's over. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, man. So uh, that is it for this week. I believe, if I'm getting it right, our week nine guest next week will be Ryan Noonan from 4 for 4. So looking forward to talking to him. And, um, yeah, that's it for the show. Go Hokies, and it looks like the Bills are taking this one. It's going to be 24 to 10 with about 250 left to go. So game over there too as well. So have a good night. See you all next week. Peace. All right. See you.